Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your co-host, founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Enger. And today I have with me my co-host. Hey, guys. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. And today on our topic, we are going to discuss the HPA access, which um, to give kind of like a background or a definition on that, it, com- it encompasses three different glands within your body. So the hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the adrenals. So we are going to kind of take some time to focus on more of the adrenals and the health of that within our body today. And just so you know, this access or these three different um, glands, they do a lot of regulating our uh, fight or flight response. So that's any type of stressors or anxiety, um, anything like that our body requires some type of response to. So a lot of like stressors can cause like different types of dysfunction that you can kind of notice within your body. Um, And Amy, actually, I will have you kind of describe a lot of the signs and symptoms that we can kind of um, identify if that we're having some dysfunction within that area of our body. Yeah, thank you. So I'm going to talk primarily about the adrenal glands. And the hypothalamus um, and the pituitary gland are both in the brain. And the adrenal glands are about the size of a walnut, and they sit right on top of your kidneys. And so I'm going to talk primarily about those and some of the things that occur when um, your adrenals are getting extremely taxed. Um, And some of those causes that can really tax the adrenals – And it can affect the release of cortisol and then also our blood pressure. So um, if you have like a stressful situation, um, like a death in the family or you're studying for exams or you have a work deadline, those are some potential causes. Um, Negative thinking or a traumatic experience, even just prolonged lack of sleep, um, low calorie diets for an extended period of time, um, just a poor diet with a lot of processed foods and sugars, um, and environmental, um, things as far as, um, basically we live in a very technological society. So we're getting constantly inundated with texts and emails and constantly getting stimulated. Um, so that can really tax our adrenals as well as, um, high caffeinated beverages and high, um, and energy drinks. So, um, It's basically, like Chris said, it's the fight or flight. And so the opposite of that is your parasympathetic um, nerves, and that is your rest and digest. So, um, you know, back in the day, we were getting chased by a cheetah. Um, It was easy for our body to shut down digestion and to adapt to kind of put all energy into reacting to that fight or flight. But right now, we can't determine whether or not, you know, we're still getting that same fight or flight response, you know, in a reaction to a relationship challenge or a deadline. And um, I know, Chris, you had experienced something similar to this earlier in the year um, as far as um, a relationship stressor. Do you mind sharing your personal experience of how your adrenals have kind of taken a little bit of a hit this year from that? Yes, of course. And um, 
Yeah, I have been like so appreciative too of having Amy as like a coach to kind of listen to the whole spectrum of what has been happening with um, my body to kind of identify that this was an issue that I was dealing with. So um, for the listeners back in March, um, I was previously engaged and that engagement was broken up. So, um, you know, that is kind of like a really big change and a really big stressor. Um, but I was in the midst of a very like highly active competition season. And so like it did affect me, um, and kind of like throw me off a little bit, but I, I, (laughs) my brain is so like, if I'm focused on a goal, I just keep going. And a lot of times it's my body that later on has to be the indicator that I have to check. Um, when I know that I need to do like some healing, um, because it's affected. So, um, I did have that relation, lost that relationship. Um, I moved out of, uh, my apartment. So there was a big transition there as well. There were just a lot of like big life changes that I felt like I was handling. And it wasn't until recently that I was explaining to Amy a couple of um, like weird things that were happening with my body, like with my digestion and my fatigue and my moods, like everything just felt like off. Like, you know, when you just have that day where you just, I'm like, I am off. Like I cannot put my finger on it. Um, And Amy did a really good job of like assessing everything that I was saying and um, kind of letting me know that there, my body was responding to a lot of those outside stressors. And uh, even though it was a delayed reaction to a lot of them, I still needed to go through that process of like handling them. And my body was letting me know. My body was like giving me huge signs that things were not right. Um, and so, yeah, that's just kind of been my personal experience. So I feel like a lot of times I've had clients and me, myself, you know, we go through something traumatic or something that's like really hard and we tell ourselves like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I can handle this. It's totally fine. Like I'll just keep plowing through. Um, And even though mentally we might be in that state of mind, our bodies still know and still respond to those stressors as well. So um, a lot of uh, like just, feeling like my body was off, um, some like weird, unexplained weight gain, a lot of those types of things were like big indicators that um, there needed to be some repair that was done for my adrenals. So um, Amy actually gave me some really helpful tips. Um, So I will let you share those tips, Amy. Um, So far that I've utilized them, I'm like really excited about the healing that's going to happen. And let me backtrack just a little bit on kind of a hot buzz word is adrenal fatigue and it's kind of a misnomer um it's a bit of controversy as well just in the medical community um obviously we are not doctors and so I'm not you know recommending anything from a medical standpoint um really what the medical community um acknowledges when it comes to the adrenal glands is either the extreme complete shutdown of the endocrine system like a Cushing's or an Addison's disease um, or just you know functioning but we know that um, from certain signs and conditions um, that our adrenals could probably use some help and some mending 
Um, so some of the things that happen is, um, if you noticed my voice, I sound like a man. Um, (laughs) I feel like the only two times I've gotten sick this entire year have been when I've gone home to see family. And, um, you know, probably a lot of you can relate to this, you know, with the holidays, um, being around family, it can be a little stressful. I mean, it's great. It's fun. And it's, it's nice to be around people, but when you're kind of out of your, your routine and, um, you know, you may be even just for excitement purposes, maybe staying up later than you normally do. Um, you know, it, it suppresses the immune system a bit. So hence the, the cold, <laughs> the nasal congestion. Um, some other things that people experience and Chris mentioned, you know, the, the chronic fatigue, um, other people will notice brain fog, uh, a bit of depression, uh, maybe the watery tension. They notice a line in their sock. Um, yeah. A lot of moodiness, um, decreased libido, hair loss. Um, some will experience bone loss and muscle. Um, so others will experience like skin irritation, insulin resistance, um, sleep disturbances. That's a that's a huge indicator if you're you're waking up a lot during the middle of the night. Um, and then like you mentioned, um, weight gain or bloating and, um, kind of like GI disruption. So some of the things that we can do to sort of just homeopathically, I guess you would say, um, sort of mend the adrenals. And, um, again, I'm not giving medical advice. This is just some things that you can do to really just, I think, help with self care, um, if anything, and, you know, number one would be to get eight to 10 hours of sleep and just really making sure that that blue light stimulation is shut down, um, the last hour before sleep and that, um, you know, text messages and answering emails can really, uh, create some stimulation that, um, should be avoided. So putting your phone on, do not disturb, putting the screen down, um, and just avoid staying up late, trying to get yourself on a regular sleep cycle. Uh, maybe getting to bed before 10 p.m. would be a good idea. And then um, not overtraining. So, I mean, it's a good stress. Exercise is a good stress to, to a point. But um, after a while, you know, it can be that diminishing return. So overtraining can also really tax the adrenals um, along with chronic uh, dieting and low calorie. So some things to think about, um, also eating, you know, um, on a very regular schedule, um, can also help really mend those adrenals. I recommended to Chris to kind of take a look at her caffeine intake. Um, that's a stimulus that is a huge cortisol research. So, um, taking a break from, and I recommend this to all of my competitors to, um, after a show, I don't like for them to be on a fat burner for very long. Uh, and I always taper them off of it so that they're giving their adrenals a little bit of a reset, um, after a competition, because, you know, going into peak week, obviously they're going low calorie. They're probably their cardio is higher than what, you know, their training volume is higher than normal. So their adrenals are going to be pretty taxed. And so we want to make sure that we address that, um, you know, along with the reverse diet, we're adding in calories, we're lowering cardio, but we're also tapering off those fat burners um, that do have caffeine in them. 
And so we kind of took a look at, you know, how much coffee she was drinking. Um, so that's a good one. And uh, having Himalayan salt, pink Himalayan salt, or Celtic salt is a good um, way to mend the adrenals. Taking hot baths at night for a vasodilator. Uh, sitting in a, a sauna would be another good one or a whirlpool. Uh, and bringing, bringing that down so you're more in a rest and digest state. Do you have anything to add on that, Chris? Anything that I missed? No, I think it's just taking really good inventory of those like habits and making sure that you're giving yourself some downtime. I think we're just like a really busy society. And so um, those things get lost really easily. But yeah, I, you covered that really well. Um, a, a big thing that I noticed um, that was a big indicator, it's always been a big indicator for me, is my GI system. And so um, I had actually done like a little bit of research on um, just like what needed to happen or how my body was responding and my, my GI track was responding to stress. Um, and so there can be a lot of like indicators and a lot of inflammation that can happen in your gut. And that's kind of like what you were referring to, Amy, as like the bloating and the, the water retention all that was definitely happening, happening for me. So um, a couple of key things that um, as your body is dealing with that stress, you're and you're in that fight or flight, your body shuts down like a lot of systems that are normally operating um, like systematically, like your digestive system or your reproductive system. It's all kind of like blocked off because your body is trying to handle whatever external stressor is in your life and so um, your brain and your gut are really well connected and so it makes sense that I was experiencing a lot of kind of like I felt like everything that I was trying to eat was kind of giving me like a hard time and I was experiencing a lot of bloating and I've had a lot of food sensitivities before that I've had to work around but it's never been something that I felt like I kind of had like no, no options. It was really strange. Um, and so I started reading this book called the anti-anxiety diet. Um, and it gave a lot of like really helpful tips. And then number one thing they talked about was removing um, inflammatory foods. So if your gut is already inflamed, it makes sense that you don't want to continue to aggravate it by eating some foods that are harder for your body to break down and digest. So um, there were five main foods that they considered you to uh, look at, which is gluten, corn, soy, sugar, and dairy. Um, And a lot of these things like the gluten and the corn and the soy, it's a lot of how it's produced and how it's added into foods as fillers, but it's hard for your body to break down. Um, I know we've talked about sugar before as how that um, causes inflammation, carbohydrate, like high carbohydrate diets can cause that too. Um, And dairy is just like hard for your body sometimes to break down because of maybe lack of enzymes. Um, But they talked about like some hidden sources of these five food groups that I had never kind of considered before. So I wanted to share a couple of them so you guys knew to kind of like look for them if you're experiencing some of these things. Um, Gluten, they said, can be hidden in soy sauce. So if you're going out to like hibachi or having like an Asian meal, 
um, gravies and sauces and salad dressings. The corn is an additive in so many things, um, but a couple of those were like baking powder. It can be hidden in sucralose or other sweeteners. Um, the soy, uh, they found in some cooking sprays, some sugar icings or processed meats. Added sugars are found in condiments or salad dressings. And dairy was showing up in some granola mixes um, and some processed meats and canned fish. So just something to keep in mind that um, if you're looking at the ingredients of things and you have a sensitivity, it might be kind of hidden in there. Uh, the second thing they had recommended for repairing your gut um, as it's, you know, undergoing some stressors is to reset your gut microbiome. So they talk about like removing these inflammatory foods and then making sure that you're putting good bacteria into your system. So when you are going through like a stressful time, your body produces less enzymes. So a lot of times it's helpful, especially if you're going to eat out and you don't know the exact ingredients of everything you're ingesting, to utilize um, a digestive enzyme. And then also it's been like very helpful for people to add in a good probiotic. So um, something that is um, uh, has a lot of like good bacteria in it to kind of have on a regular daily basis to populate your gut with some good microbiome to help um, with balancing out any of the bad bacteria that, that might be feeding from those inflammatory foods. And then um, the third thing that they kind of recommended that I have been working on too is repairing your GI lining. So leaky gut can happen when your body is undergoing some stress again and your, your digestive system has some inflammation. Um, there can be, uh, like holes can be created in that intestinal lining where you absorb your food. And so it's been really important to make sure that, like if you are coming up with a lot of food sensitivities too, that could be another indicator that it might be a leaky gut syndrome. So. Um, there are a couple ways to help repair your GI lining. Um, bone broth is actually known to be really good to help repair. There's glutamine that helps repair the lining in that bone broth. Um, there's also gelatin that is healthy for your digestive system and lines the GI tract. And bone broth has also been known to support relaxation. So it's not a bad idea to have like four to eight ounces of bone broth, like before bed to help relax um, and kind of give your body that signal to take some time to relax. Also, L-glutamine as a powdered supplement I have utilized that has helped a lot with repairing your gut. Um, and then, like I said, just making sure that you have digestive enzymes to aid your body as it's going through its healing process, especially while you're eating out. So, um, definitely, I feel like your whole body is connected, your mind, your gut, your adrenal. So it's so important to make sure that you're doing like a full assessment and communicating with your coach and making sure that, um, you know, you're looking at all the factors involved because your body will tell you it will throw up the red flags like really quickly if something needs to be addressed. So, um, Amy, did you have anything else to add to that? I really like what you were talking about with um, the leaky gut. I think it's something that's 
fairly common um, and it's rarely tested for. Um, and so just by doing a glutamine load, um, that can really, really help repair. Um, I, I feel very, very strongly about doing a glutamine load. Um, and I know you've experienced that. Can you share with our that's listeners um, kind of what that's done for you? Yeah, that has actually helped so much because like, like we talked about, your digestive system shuts, shuts down, you have stress. So like I, my diet, it was just like, I was honestly just dealing with more of like a slower um, digestive process. And so I took 10 days and followed a protocol of um, ingesting glutamine um, three times a day, um, about like seven to 10 grams. And I did a slow progression up to that and then kind of followed that for a couple of days. And I totally feel like that made a huge difference in just my digestibility and also in like making sure that uh, my food was being absorbed well and, you know, like passing through my system at a good rate. Um, yeah, I, I've never done that before, but I would highly recommend that as something for repairing the gut. I think that was a great recommendation, Amy. Awesome. Um, so this upcoming podcast that we have, um, we are going to be um, on episode 20, believe it or not, which is awesome. <laughs> we are going to be introducing our newest Glambro coach. She is primarily our new coach for fitness and figure, and her name is Karina Harkelroad. And so that will be our we will be back on a regular schedule for Tuesdays um, moving forward. I appreciate your patience here um, with all of these holidays landing on Tuesdays. Those are normally our recording days. So um, if you have some topics that you would like for us to talk about, please leave them in the comment section or send us a DM. We are on Instagram. We are at you know, our handle is the prep life podcast. Um, and we would just love it if you gave us some suggestions because we hope that you find this information valuable each week. But, um, if there's something that you would like for us to discuss in relationship to what the prep life, how that relates to, um, you know, your everyday, um, we want to make sure that we cover that. So, um, Anything to add, Chris, before we sign? No, up? I think that was great. I, yeah, hopefully you guys are looking at your goals for the new year and adding in um, some health and repair and restoration items in there as well to kind of get you started on a good foot. Absolutely. All right. This is Amy Enger with Glam Girl Bikini, your founder and CEO, and with my co-host, and this is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.